0: Welcome to the reality revolution. Today, I want to explore the ancient secrets to psychic power. Recently, in a series of episodes, I've explored Rosicrucian teachings on everything from the law of assumption to making money to the law of cycles. Each of these teachings are very powerful. Rosicrucians gathered occult and ancient knowledge over many centuries and documented it tested it experimented it and taught it to its organization and now a lot of this information is starting to come out and while you may recognize some of it they've gathered knowledge and information from everywhere in the world and bundled it together in a very easy to understand method and way today we're going to talk about achieving psychic development through these Rosicrucian teachings. Joseph Weed is the primary author here. He was a Rosicrucian practitioner that taught these principles. Achieving Psychic Development In the warm dust of a road leading into Benares sits a holy man. He is singing and his voice is surprisingly loud and clear as it lingers on the broad vowel sounds in the verses. He is chanting the ancient Upanishads. Reminding the passers-by of the glory that once was India's And calling them anew to action Of the hundreds who pass only a few take notice They smile indulgently and place small coins at his feet But not one heeds his summons You pause You observe, you approach him A little proud in your knowledge you ask Why do so few hear your call, O Holy One? He raises his eyes as they meet yours They change the faraway look vanishes, and the deep brown pupils come alive with inner fire. There is keen intelligence and a touch of wry humor in them as he answers. You've been called many times, but do you follow the path of right action? Having spoken, his face relaxes. His eyes gaze into the distance, and he resumes the sing-song Hindi chant. Inder smote the mighty mountain, and it opened, and out of it flowed two streams of clear water. You stand rooted to the spot, amazed at the strange experience, while the old man's words ring loudly in your mind. Do you follow the path of right action? What is meant by right action? We live in a world of action. Every waking minute we take some form of action, for to stop action is to die. But what is right action? Every world religion, every world teacher has endeavored to instruct in right action. This is one of the directions of the Eightfold Path of Gautama Buddha. Asked by a pupil to amplify his views on right action, the Blessed One said, "'Distinguish between those who understand and those who agree. He who understands the teaching will not tarry in applying it to life. He who agrees will nod and extol the teaching as remarkable wisdom, but will not apply this wisdom to his life. There are many who have agreed, but they are like a withered forest, fruitless and without shade.' Only decay awaits them. Those who understand are few, but like a sponge they absorb the precious knowledge and are ready to cleanse the horrors of the world with the precious liquid. It is in the hope you will understand and seek out your own road to right action that this episode is written. It is not for everyone to follow the same path. Each must find his own for you to find your way to the control of your destiny and mastery of your environment, psychic energy is needed. This will guide your steps to the right road and give you the strength to follow it. Developing your psychic centers, transformers of high-grade energy. There are many grades of psychic energy. At first, only the lowest grades, those nearest physical energy, can be acquired and employed. But as you work with energy and gain more, your psychic centers begin to develop. These transformers, for that is what they are, then, begin with ever-increasing efficiency to sign in more and more high-grade energy and make it available to you. We will describe these centers, their purposes, and how they may be developed. In the training given to Rosicrucian students, the exercises prescribed so far, and similar exercises are practiced for two years before further instruction is given. It is assumed that certain basic controls will have been learned and mastered during that period. While it may not be practical for you to serve this long apprenticeship, a certain length of time and a certain amount of effort are needed to build a solid foundation. Before proceeding much further, you should, for example, have some skill in projecting physical energy, in manipulating physical objects without actual contact with them. You may have already discovered that that the simplest way is to talk to them this does not imply that an inanimate object can hear a command and obey it of course not the vocal command is an artifice designed to focus all your attention and energy upon the desired object it is very similar to a command given an animal like a dog or a horse you not only speak to it but you simultaneously exert an aura of energy to reinforce your will the words are entirely subordinate to the focused thought reinforced by energy. Speak to inanimate objects in the same way. Once you get over a certain self-consciousness, you will find it easier than controlling animals. After all, most animals have a will of their own and it may be at odds with yours, whereas inanimate things offer no such resistance. If you have not already acquired this skill, start to learn now. At first, practice with some object that can be moved with but a very small amount of force. Try one of the following. 1. Suspend a weight about half an ounce from a light thread approximately 18 inches long. Be careful not to breathe upon it. When it has stopped oscillating and has become perfectly still, command it to swing. Swing like a pendulum or swing in a circle. Say to it, swing, just as you would say, heat to a dog or "Whoa" to a horse. Be sure you have the right mental attitude. When you say woe to a horse, you expect the command to be obeyed and even may feel a slight indignation if the horse does not obey immediately. Your attitude with the pendulum should be exactly the same. Fill a soup plate with water and set it upon a solid table. Stand away so your breath will not affect it and then command the water to ripple. Say ripple in a firm voice and it will not much at first, but after you get the knack, you will have it's splashing out of the dish 3 lay a completely round and smooth pencil or piece of metal or plastic tubing on a level table with a smoothly varnished top then command the pencil to roll towards you say come here to it or roll over here just as you would command a dog to roll over the foregoing exercises are simple and easy to perform but they will give you confidence once you understand and have confidence in your ability To exert force at distance you can then proceed to learn about higher psychic energy and how to employ it the unknown is always discovered through the known this is the way we learn to acquire a new skill to learn a new technique we must start with something simple that we already have learned and understand from that point onward we may progress into uncharted waters but we learn by doing not just thinking about it we never get something for nothing This means we must work for and earn the psychic development we seek. True, we have all read or heard of the instant revelation of Bohm, the shoemaker of Paul on the road to Damascus and countless others. These men but recalled something they already knew, a skill they had worked hard for many lives to acquire, and their memories were jarred into complete recollection by an incident. Very few today have that dormant skill waiting to be awakened, but many have already had some previous training and need but a year or two of concentrated effort to bring it to full flower. With the impatience characteristic of the times, these seekers recalling dimly their former ability usually look for magical formula, secret words, odd physical postures and other devices that they hope will in a matter of hours or days bring them mastership. If they had ever achieved mastery over themselves and their environment, this knowledge and ability would be theirs forever, ready to be called into action on demand. But very few, not more than a thousand in this world of billions, have obtained this eminence. The rest of us still have a lot of work ahead of us. Exercises in using your psychic centers. There are no shortcuts. Do not be deceived by the claims and advertisements that offer instant development. Quick divine aid and magical solutions to your problems. There are none, but... If you will work at your development, really work at it. You can so change your physical equipment that you will be able to do things a year or so from now that today you regard as impossible. These new powers come quite naturally as your psychic centers open and accelerate their motion. The exercises and explanations that follow are to help you bring this about. The basic law of this universe is that energy follows thought automatically and without any volition on your part energy flows from you to wherever you direct your attention usually we think of material things the world around us other people ourselves and when our attention is so focused energy flows away from us and we eventually become depleted this is why we need to sleep the outflow of energy has to be temporarily stopped or cut way down and we must spend a few hours each day replacing what we have distributed We experience a loss of energy when we turn our attention to people or objects or situations of an equal or lower vibratory rate than our own. The law of descending energy applies, however, when we turn our attention to entities of a higher vibratory rate, we receive energy. Our line of thought, our directed attention, provides a connection or channel along which the radiations of higher energy flow to us. Thus it is well to turn your attention to the sun, or to the stars or to certain planets with high vibrating rates like venus and jupiter but not to the moon or mars or saturn because their radiated energies are of a lower rate than those of the earth those are physical visible entities but we can also turn our attention to great beings that do not ordinarily manifest in physical form and from them receive a corresponding return of high grade energy which will stimulate and rejuvenate us in every way physical mental and spiritual We can use this law that energy follows thought to improve ourselves we can increase our physical and psychic energy but more than this we can so energize certain parts of our bodies and certain psychic centers so that they will become stronger and function more efficiently now i will tell you how to do this and it is my earnest hope that you will remember these suggestions and practice these exercises as long as you live the heart center here's the first exercise it is designed to stimulate and rouse your heart center into action. It uses the visualization which aids you to keep your attention focused upon the psychic center in your heart. 1. Sit erect in a straight back chair in a dimly lit room. Shut out sound as best you can and try to prevent interruption. 2. Close your eyes and turn your attention inward toward your heart. 3. Now in imagination enter your heart. To your surprise, you are now standing on a plain before a hill, and on the top of the hill is a temple. Hold this visualization, for this is the temple of the heart. 4. Now climb the hill, mount the steps of the temple, and enter the center doorway. Observe the appearance of the temple. Is it well kept, swept, and clean, or is it covered with dust? 5. Walk into the dimly lit interior and approach the central additum. As you draw near, you observe a flickering light within The flame grows brighter as you approach and you can see it swell and recede rhythmically in the bowl-like depression in the center of the room. Six, gaze upon this flame. Send it your energies. See it respond and grow bright and strong as it reaches up to touch the ceiling 40 feet above. You are feeding the flame of your heart. You are stimulating it to growth. Breathe deeply and realize in the depths of your being That your heart center is coming alive. 7. Open your eyes and sit in quiet meditation for 5 minutes before rising and terminating the exercise. This is not a Hatha Yoga exercise. There should be no compression of breath in the solar plexus or the heart area. Your breathing throughout should be normal but deep. The effects are achieved by the visualization, which focuses your attention in an uninterrupted fashion on the heart center and thus feeds energy into it. The additional stimulating helps this important center expand and grow strong. Perform this exercise once a week, but never more than twice a week at first. This simple visualization is given at the very beginning of these exercises because the heart center is the most important. As we proceed, these techniques offered will become increasingly complex. The initial simple visualization will proceed to color visualization, then to overlapping color, then the sound, to sound and color, and so on. The purpose of this is to provide you with the means to open your psychic centers and so enable you to bring higher psychic energies into your being and under your control. The training must proceed in stages. No one should try to run before he has learned to walk. It should be equally foolish and just as futile for you to try to bypass the preliminaries and go right to the most sophisticated practices. Nothing would happen. Your physical apparatus cannot perform the functions required until it has been trained and developed. But if you follow the recommended sequence and remain long enough in each stage, I can promise you surprising and most gratifying results. Let me repeat now. The heart center is the most important of all your psychic centers. For this reason, it is wise to give it the most attention and strive first for its development. It is one of the two centers that are in direct connection with the higher self And through which soul energy and other higher energies enter your being the other avenue of entrance is the head center which is located in almost the exact center of your head in the vicinity of the pineal gland the heart center is on the left side of the spine and close to it it in the vicinity of your physical heart in fact the heart center is so close to the physical heart and the head center so close to the pineal gland that if you turn your attention to these physical organs you will For all practical purposes, be focusing your energies in the corresponding psychic centers. The Seven Major Psychic Centers You have seven major psychic centers. Three sacred or higher psychic centers, three profane or lower psychic centers, and the solar plexus center between them. We will not pay very much attention to the lower psychic centers, which are located in the stomach, the sex organs, and at the base of the spine in fact we are going to avoid them quite pointedly they have already received more than their share of attention over the long years of man's development and they still get too much most of the problems we face today stem from the overactivity of these lower centers which are the most highly developed and the most powerful translators of energy we possess they seize greedily upon all energy available to them and in all too many people this may run as high as 90% So in order to become better balanced, we must work to bring our higher centers up to a comparable peak of efficiency. If we can succeed, we will then be veritable supermen. The training here given is thus aimed at improving our sacred centers, the head, the heart, and also the throat center, which is located in the neck back of the Adam's apple. The three functioning properly become a triangle of energies, which when linked together are well nigh irresistible as each center develops it becomes more efficient in gathering and transforming ever higher grades of energy and it also enlarges its sphere of influence in time it contacts the other two centers and if they have developed to the necessary degree a linkage is created it is this triangle of interlaced and interacting high grade energy which will enable you to perform seeming miracles and in days to come it will provide you with a vehicle in which to live apart from your physical body exercises for developing your psychic centers the exercises for developing your psychic centers fall generally into three groups namely those which employ sound color and mental energy there are many techniques in each group all of them dependent to different degrees on visualization i will give you two or three examples of each group and suggest you try them all, and also any others you devise for yourself. Then select the exercises that appeal most and continue them until you achieve the desired results. Sound. The use of sound has always played an important role in psychic development. The tone, intensity, and quality of certain sounds have definite effects upon people. Thunder frightens, music soothes, and words persuade. Long ago it was discovered that certain combination of vowels, and consonants on different notes affect not only the physical but the psychic body. The monks in the monasteries of northern India, Tibet, and China sing a group of these sounds over and over, Om Mane Padme Om, may be heard there at almost any hour chanted in a sing-song rhythm by male voices. This is called a mantram, and it is a powerful one. Unfortunately, or possibly fortunately, most of the monks who participate do not have the mental development and understanding needed to take advantage of the energy they focus upon themselves. They are well meaning, religious, nothing more. But a few here and there do understand and use the power of sounds as I will explain it to you. In the literal sense, any uttered sound designed to achieve a human response is a mantrum. The spoken word is always more persuasive than the same word written. The history of speech is long and involved, far too complicated to detail here. So I must skip a great deal of preliminary explanation and tell you that the word mantram is used today to describe a sound or group of sounds designed to stimulate certain physical and psychic areas in the human body. From time immemorial sounds have been associated with ideas and the same sounds usually carry from one language to another. The sound ah usually representing in writing by a is an almost universal sound for energy. The sound of represented by r usually has a masculine connotation signifying control leadership etc we have the many different language renditions of father pater, fater pere padre as well as ruler rex royal roy kaiser caesar etc the feminine mothering nourishing idea is usually represented by the M mm sound written in m in most languages here we have mother, mother, madre, maman, mater, and so on. When these basic sounds are uttered in certain combinations, the legacy of a thousand centuries goes to work on the emotional nature of the listener. This can be easily observed. Not so obvious, but equally effective, is the influence upon the psychic centers. Certain sounds have a more profound effect on some centers than on others, and experiments over the centuries have brought this to light. The sound raw pronounced raw for example if intoned loudly and fully for nine times in succession will bring a noticeable increase in physical energy this is like a chant and all intonations should be on the same note a note convenient and comfortable for your voice such as a above middle c the sound ma if intoned nine successive times on the same note and in the same manner will produce a warm comfortable physical feeling A feeling of being nourished and cared for these sounds also have an effect upon the psychic body somewhat in the same manner as they affect the physical they may be used in combination in the sound rama which gives a deeper and more profound stimulus to the psychic centers the sound rama affects all the sacred psychic centers but it has its greatest effect upon the pituitary gland and the corresponding portion of the head center. This will be discussed later when we study the head center. Another very powerful mantra is the combination A-U-M, Aum. This is usually intoned as one sound, Aum, and as a rule the note of D above middle C is preferred. Like the combination of Ra-Ma, it has a beneficial effect on the physical body, upon all the higher psychic centers. However, it has a particularly powerful influence on the pineal gland and that portion of the head center for which it is the physical doorway. The head center is in two halves, and this peculiar phenomenon will be described later in this chapter. The Rosicrucians use several other mantra, but space will not be permitted for consideration of all. We will, however, describe all the sounds and combination of sounds found to be particularly effective in stimulating the psychic centers, important among these are THO, M, ME, and ER. THO is pronounced like throw without the R. Emphasis is placed upon the TH sound, and it is carried for one half of the total duration of the entire mantra. It is usually repeated three or seven successive times, and it affects the throat center and its corresponding gland, the thyroid. M is pronounced like aim. It affects the thymus gland particularly and has a beneficial influence upon the heart center. Me is pronounced like met, but with an H. Ending instead of the T, the H is aspirated with emphasis, as the sound is intoned, usually on the middle C. This has a soothing effect on the physical nervous system and a stirring influence on the heart center. Er is pronounced your and the R sound is sustained at the end. This mantra is particularly helpful in clearing an upset or chaotic condition in the mind or emotions and should be used for that purpose. Physically, the sound will often create ripples upon a glass of water. Psychically, it has the same regulating effect and will aid the advanced students' control the psychic energy at his command there are many other mantras, some composed of single words and others combination of words while each is designed for a specific purpose Every one has an overall beneficial influence it is safest and best to develop the heart center first this can be done by turning your attention to your heart by visualizing energy flowing into and surrounding the heart by seeing that energy vibrating as a shining pink cloud a visualization and by intoning the various mantra that stimulate the heart center you've been given an exercise designed to focus attention on the heart practice this once or twice a week preferably in the morning upon arising on the other days in the week perform one or more of the following exercises mantra sit comfortably with your feet flat on the floor your spine straight and your head erect intone softly but quite audibly the following mantra seven times consecutively Without pausing, do not vary the tone. Rame, Rama, Rame. Color plus mantra. Sit as it is indicated before. Visualize a pink cloud surrounding your body at the level of the heart. See the cloud pulsate in rhythm with your heart's beat. Intone softly. Oom. The U is pronounced oo. Do this three times. The intonation should coincide with the visualization of the pink cloud. Energy flow. Sit as indicated, visualize a white cloud of vibrant energy over your head. The cloud should be very white, like sunlight on newly fallen snow. Know that this cloud is composed of vital primal energy of the highest sort. Then by an act of will, bring the cloud down into your heart. Entering the body at the left of the spinal column between the shoulder blades. These exercises will bring a great stimulus of energy to your heart center. If you do nothing to dissipate, block off, or lower this energy in between times, you will find after about two months that certain changes are taking place within you. Do not make the mistake of dissipating this precious heart energy on unworthy projects such as romantic affairs or fanatical pursuits, and do not block it off by indulging in vanity or any form of tempestuousness. If you permit it to help you, as it can and will, you will find you're able to understand others better. You will catch their moods and sometimes read their thoughts. This will make you more understanding, tolerant, and compassionate. Essential requirements before you can safely develop your other sacred centers. When it becomes obvious to you that the person with you at the moment is sad or excited or depressed or joyful, and when you know in advance What they intend to say to you, this is an indication that your heart center is becoming active, and you may then go on to the exercises for the other centers. This obviously does not refer to someone close to you with whom you already have established an attunement, but to a more casual encounter. When things you have not witnessed but have only heard or read about impress you deeply, and you become concerned for the welfare of the persons involved, this is also a sign of a developing heart center. The head center. As has been mentioned, the head center in the average human is in two parts. One half animates the physical brain and is in close connection with all your physical equipment. It is the awareness area of your being for every physical sensation, every physical action, and all of your stored memories and skills. The pituitary gland is the physical organ which is the point of transfer for impressions and ideas in this half of your head center. As you know, the pituitary is a very small, shapeless organ, about one-eighth inch in diameter, located in the head, about one inch behind the root of the nose between the eyes. Near the pituitary gland and behind it, almost in the exact center of the head, is the pineal gland. This is also a small organ of fleshy consistency, not much larger than the pituitary. The pineal gland is not connected with the pituitary and, in fact, is separated from it by what appears to be heavy. Cartilaginous tissue. The pineal is aligned with the higher half of your head center and is one of two points in your physical body, which is in contact with the soul and where the soul energy enters your body. The other is, as you know, the heart center. The soul, your higher self, is fully aware of all that you think and do and all your impressions that come to you. But since your conscious awareness is focused in the physical brain, as is that of every other person, and since the physical brain and its psychic counterpart, the lower half of the head center, are separated from the higher, you do not partake consciously of the energies and knowledge which your soul and the higher self possess, but as the two halves of the head center develop, they grow larger. Finally, they make contact, and an avenue of communication is set up between them, even though the upper half vibrates at a faster rate than the lower, this connecting link is called the antakarana or the psychic bridge at first this pathway is small and only a limited communication is possible but even so this will bring inspiration and some intuitive flashes to your consciousness focused in the lower half as your efforts continue and the antakarana is enlarged and strengthened your intuitive powers will grow and your understanding broaden accordingly Let me make it quite clear that this breakthrough in the separation between the higher and lower halves of the head center is in no way a cutting through or puncturing of physical bone or tissue the channel or bridge that is created is entirely in the psychic areas not the physical as the heart center shows signs of becoming active continue its training regime but now add to this some or all of the following exercises for the head center To stimulate the pituitary and expand the lower portions of the head center, these are recommended. Mantram. Sound Ra-Ma seven times. Pause. Repeat seven times. Pause. Repeat nine times. This is to be done while sitting erect. The inhalation should be quick and deep. The sound is carried out on the prolonged exhalation. Be sure to maintain a tautened muscular structure in your erect spine and keep your muscular corset solid throughout the exercise. This interestingly allows the psychic centers to become more active, particularly the all-important heart center, color plus mantram. Visualize a bright yellow slightly tinged with green like sunlight falling through the leaves of trees while sounding the following mantram three times. Ra rah, ra ma, ma, ma. Ra, ah, ah, ma, ah, ah. Energy flow. Visualize the same sunlight, yellow and white, directing the color to the area of the pituitary gland in the forefront of the head between your eyes. Silently intone three times Ra, ah, ah, ma, ah, ah, It is important that these exercises for the pituitary gland and the lower half of the head center be started well before any attempt is made to develop the higher head center. Likewise, it should be noted here again that a substantial effort should be made with the heart center before any attention is given to either the head centers or the throat center. The first notable effect of the pituitary exercises will be an increase in your powers of observation, a speeding up in your thinking process and an improvement in your memory. When this is observed, then start the following exercise designed to stimulate the pineal gland and awaken the higher head center. Meanwhile, continue the heart and lower head center exercises or those of them that seem to give you the most satisfaction and the best results for the present i suggest now only one exercise for the higher mind you will note it is a combination of all techniques offered exercise sit erect as previously indicated focus your attention on the pineal gland which is situated in the center of your head at the level of your ears it is behind and slightly lower than the pituitary visualize a violet color. Shading towards the pink, and see this energy envelope the pineal gland in a sort of haze. Then sound the mantra Aum seven times. Pause, then repeat seven times. Pause, then again seven times. The first and last series should be pronounced audibly, preferably in full voice. If the sound volume presents a problem, intone it softly but still audibly. The second series should be intoned silently. When this silent chanting is properly employed, it is more effective than the audible intonation in stimulating the pineal area. So study it. The audible intonation of Aum should end in a sustained humming sound. Locate the vibrations of this sound in the pineal gland. Feel them massage the gland until it responds with a similar vibratory action, almost as if it were glowing with the same violet-pink color practice this series audible silent audible twice a day preferable early morning and just before retiring each day continue this several weeks before attempting the next series the throat center before commenting further on the development of the head center and there is much to be said i wish you to spend some time on developing your throat center and give you now an exercise which is designed to do this as you've been told The throat center is located just forward of the spinal column, immediately behind the Adam's apple, and is associated with the thyroid gland. Thus, when working to develop this center, your attention should be focused on the thyroid. Exercise Sit in the usual erect position, and after turning your attention to the thyroid, visualize it surrounded by a bright orange light, and at the same time intone the following mantra in full voice. Tho, Tho, Rama, Tho. Intone tone, Tho on F-sharp above middle C and Rama on A-natural above middle C. This interesting short chant should be repeated five times. Practice this once a day beginning about two weeks after you start the exercise to stimulate the pineal gland and from the time onward performing them together one after the other. The sequence is not important. But the amount of thought and focused attention you put into these simple techniques is very important. Your progress will depend on it. You are now working toward a higher psychic development. Gradually at first and then more rapidly you will change. You will become aware of the thoughts of others. At first you will regard them as your own and not realize you are picking up a signal from without. As the experience is repeated you will be able to detect which of them originate with you and which come from the mind of another there may come a day when you will hear a voice call your name and speak to you distinctly while you are quite alone this means your progress has been observed and you have reached a degree of advancement where you may qualify for the higher spiritual training which is given telepathically training for hierarchical initiation from a psychological point of reference this means that your three higher centers are starting to function and an attunement between them is developing. It means, too, that the two halves of your head center are coalescing into a unit. Now it is possible to speed up the attunement between the heart, head, and throat centers, and you will find the following exercises a great help. Exercise Part 1 Sit as usual with your head erect and your back straight. Focus your attention in your heart center, and as you do, see it bathed with a pink cloud. Inhale to the count of seven. Hold the breath in for the count of ten, and as you do so, turn your attention to your higher head center. Take the pink cloud along and see it enclose the higher head center within itself. Then breathe out the count of seven, meanwhile keeping your attention at the top of your head. Finally, hold your breath out of your lungs for the count of ten, and as you do, see the pink cloud expand and embrace your entire body. Part two Next, focus your attention on your throat center and see it bathed in a blue light, like blue sky on a clear day. Inhale to the count of seven. Then turn your attention to your higher head center and see the blue cloud envelope it as you count to ten. Hold the cloud in place as you exhale in to the count of seven. Then hold the breath out of your lungs for the count of ten while the blue cloud enlarges and envelopes your entire body. Part three. Now focus your attention in your lower head center and see a brilliant white light surround your pituitary gland as you inhale to the count of seven. Hold your breath for the count of ten and see the white cloud embrace both the pituitary and pineal gland areas. As you bring these two glands into alignment in your mind's eye, then release your breath to the count of seven. But hold your now completed head center in the center of the brilliant white light finally hold your breath out for the count of 10 as you do you see the white light expand until it encloses your whole body and extends all around you to the distance of two or three feet sound om three times and then arise putting all thought of the exercise out of your mind this is a most powerful exercise and as you observe it is designed to stimulate all three sacred centers and to create an attunement among them In order for it to be effective, you must build it up gradually. Do not make the mistake of attempting it before you have achieved at least a partial development of your individual centers. No harm will befall you if you do, but no good will be accomplished either. You will now notice a difference in yourself, a vast difference. Each new thought will transfix you like an arrow. You will be aware of the new inner vibration, almost as if there were a flame inside you. At intervals when you alone will hear the voice of an instructor and later as you build ever higher energies into your being you will have the flashes of cosmic consciousness that state in which you are able to contact all knowledge thus will develop in your ability to contact the wondrous perilous subtlest energies those that transform life and confute the concept of death you will need less and less sleep yet your energy will in no way diminish on the contrary it will appear to be limitless your breath will be easier you will breathe more deeply and freely even at high altitudes and the pathway to the astral world will open up before you if you wanted to now your knowledge will increase rapidly but you will regard it as insignificant people will lodge you and attempt to bestow distinctions upon you but they will mean but little and you will accept them graciously only because you are unwilling to risk hurting their feelings the standard organized religions will hold less and less interest for you, and their contentions with each other will seem to you like quarrels of children. Your earthly lineage, whether it be the highest or lowest, will no longer have any importance to you, since you will now be consciously aware of the brotherhood of men. You will lose all capacity for harsh and unkind words. You will cheerfully repeat your tasks many times if circumstances required, and you will harbor no resentment against those who make them difficult. Your heart and mind will be filled with a striving toward an ever clear vision, toward an ever broader understanding. And as you gain great power, you'll grow equally in humility. Truly, you will have changed. The training program given in this is designed solely for the development of your higher centers, but you must realize the energy you draw to yourself will tend to follow the law of descending energy and trickle down into your solar plexus center and your lower centers if you permit it it all rests with you and where you focus your attention being human it is inevitable that your interests desires and habits will receive a certain amount of your time and attention these thoughts emotions and actions all require energy and there is no question but that a certain percentage of the new energy will be so employed and its vibratory rate lowered in the process until you reach a higher stage of development and your control improves You will not be able to prevent this many times you will not even want to but will take pride and pleasure in the additional stimulus your physical nature receives this will of course lengthen the period of your development and make its attainment more difficult many fascinating byroads will open up and tempt you the lower appetites for example will demand more and more attention sex food drink leisure and luxury will become more appealing and make greater demands on your self-control You think now these are obvious pitfalls which can easily be avoided, but when the time comes that you must face them, you'll be amazed and often confused by the strange and subtle approaches you encounter. Since this has all been well documented by hundreds of mystics, you should not have too much difficulty in finding and following the proper narrow path through these temptations. Once this stage has been met and conquered, many students feel they are well along on the road to higher development and that it will only be a question of days or weeks before they will be admitted into the ashram of a master but if acquiring self-control is difficult the next test that of learning discrimination is even more so because it's at this point that your psychic centers start to open and as a rule the very first door to open is through the solar plexus center this path leads only to glamour and illusion and if you follow it you'll become hopelessly lost The opening solar plexus center awakens the lower psychic faculties and means that you gradually become aware of all sorts of beings sights sounds and smells which exist on the astral plane here are the astral bodies of people recently dead and even some who have been dead a long time here are entities who have never had carnal existence but are the creation of human emotion and thought here can be found various sizes and shapes of animal-like entities some like the animals of our physical world others like nothing you've ever seen more often than not this is the realm contacted by visionaries seers psychics and the average spiritualistic seance a world whose inhabitants are no more dependable or wiser than the average man you might meet on the street and often far more fallible as your solar plexus center becomes active you will hear voices and see forms which cannot be apprehended by the physical senses most often they will be vague as to outline of figure and blurred as to clarity of speech these are the telltale characteristics of the astral world the unfinished sentences the attempts to terrify the efforts to stimulate an emotional response and beings with an ordinary appearance no beauty no radiance yet many on the road to development are impressed by what they see and what they are told in this environment do not permit yourself to be thus ensnared clairvoyance and clairaudience are natural byproducts which come as a result of higher psychic development when they are sought as ends in themselves before that development has been achieved they can be attained but they are then not reliable the illusory seems real and the desire to see and hear more leads to an acceptance of the greatest deceptions then discrimination is cast aside and satisfaction is sought in parading dubious observations before your gaping and credulous fellow creatures. At this point you must again apply self-discipline. Pride and vanity will lead you into great error, if you will permit them, but they can be excised by the scalpel of the intellect. Maintain your balance and the ability to discriminate between the true and the false, between the real and the unreal. The bell-like tones of your teacher in your inner ear once heard will never stand apart and above the blurred reports of your lower psychic faculties the best answer is to work diligently to develop your heart and head centers as they open your vision will clear and you will see the astral illusion for what it is other dimensions will open before you enabling you to turn with ease from paralyzing self-interest to the freedom of true brotherly love The motives of others will become clear and in knowing them you will be able to forgive even the worst transgressions a feeling for events will also grow in you and will enable you to appraise sensitively the values in each situation you encounter not the least of the gifts of this growth are compassion for others and a reluctance to take any step which will hurt them to a student who asked how he might attain the cosmic attunement his teacher replied purify your thoughts And after determining your three worst defects, sacrifice them on the altar of your striving, strengthening your body and its centers by proper breathing and proper thought as prescribed. Then you will behold the stars of the spirit. You will see the flames of the purification of the centers. You will hear the voice of the invisible teacher, and you will acquire those subtle perceptions which will transform your life. And then he added, you will not return to the old shore of the stream for you will have realized that joy is a special wisdom. You will not live apart from life but you will enter it unnoticeably without human distinction you will observe but you will not court attention. Evolution is not wrought by crowds and the current of space you have entered will guard you against the arrows of the crowds attention. This does not mean there is needed even the slightest alienation from your normal life. It is only necessary to estimate and measure the goal fitness of the things which surround you. Only a few have the ability to achieve illumination, but everyone, by striving, can approach and embrace their two younger sisters' inspiration and intuition. These teachings are useful for all. They will sustain health, reinforce memory, and purify thoughts. And this concludes this chapter on the ancient secrets to achieving psychic power. It's very important he discriminates between the upper and lower energy centers. So the root chakra, the solar plexus, the sacral chakra, all of those are always gaining energy. And as he argues, the nature of life, you're always gaining and transmuting energy in these lower energy centers. So in order to properly balance your psychic development, It is good to work on those upper centers now in my experience i've ignored some lower centers my root hadn't been opened and i did need some balancing so i would say it's going to be different for everyone but in general the way that the world is put together you're constantly striving to enhance those lower centers so these exercises are effective and powerful and align with many other episodes in which i've taught how to open chakras and open energy centers this psychic development as forewarned by joseph weed here is that you should be slow with it start by opening the heart first a lot of times you see people opening their third eye and they haven't opened their heart and these very same people can be hateful they don't have compassion they seem to be overly selfish so focus on the heart first it does give you a greater psychic ability you know the concerns and worries of those around you You're aware of what's going on in your environment. You're tuned into it. And by opening that psychic center first, before you open the others, it's effective. There's a fascinating discussion of the use of different sounds and their correlation to the different psychic centers. And I will definitely go back and listen to this. And you can also find this chapter in the book, The Wisdom of the Mystic Masters by Joseph Weed. It's available on archive.org. But that'll give you some Ways that you can enhance your own psychic centers. I have found the use of sounds does work on a regular basis. The biggest thing we need to learn by using spiritual techniques like this is patience. A lot of times in our culture, we want immediate gratification. And in most cases in life, it just doesn't work that way. There are cases, as he indicates, you're awakening a memory from a previous life where you had these abilities And in those cases those people may become more psychically active faster but in most cases you want to take your time with this and dedicate moments every single day to working on it and as you gather this energy you can start to use this energy for a variety of means and it can help you immensely for your own selfish reasons and to help serve others so let me know if any of these exercises work and which ones are most effective for you please put it in the comments. Everybody's going to be looking in the comments to see how effective it was for you. And let me know if you have other exercises or techniques to activate these psychic centers, put those in the comments as well. I love to read the comments when you provide extra knowledge because this is a laboratory and we're learning together. You can find all episodes of the reality revolution at therealityrevolution.com, and welcome to the reality revolution.